Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates, with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whippeal. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Bold Sports. We're in episode of number 79. 79 I went through today, Matt, and there um, was not a lot of notable... Pittsburgh players to wear that jersey number. But 79 is notable in Pittsburgh for being A, the birth of me, and B, the Penguins, or sorry, the Pirates and the Steelers both won world championships in 1979. 79 was a good year for Pittsburgh. 79 is a number you see around town a lot. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, there's an interstate. There's, there's some roads named after it, like <laughs> such as 79, and it's uh, little baby 279, and it's grandson 579. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, don't don't get me started on the interstate. Um, you know, 579 just kind of dumps you on the Liberty Bridge. Like, that's, that's no vacation. Did you know 579 is the shortest interstate in the country? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no. and I've taken it entirely backwards in a lift at like four thirty in the morning once. <laughs> wow! Some drivers, man, they just—they uh, don't like making that detour where you got to go all the way to damn Oakland and like turn around by McGee Hospital just because like the Liberty Bridge was closed at five in the morning. They don't like that, you know. So. One way to deal with it is to just back up. Reverse the whole way across the bridge and go across Fort Pitt. Got it. <laughs> well, I mean, just back to the 7th Avenue. Well, okay, yeah. Which is going to disappear soon when they do that new construction, so that'll be interesting. So here's to 79, the, the year in the interstate. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I did a search on, like, players around the divorce number 79, and there was no notables on there of anybody that we would have heard of. Yeah, it's like a bad number. It is. I mean, I, I mean, you would think there would be some awesome linemen out there that would wear it, but and if I if I ever had it to do, I would do it. I would totally be number seventy nine. You know, some you never know what's going to happen. Like some some kid in high school might only be able to get that number, and you know, grow like five inches. Well, there's like a, yeah. He I wants mean, to keep that same number. I mean, there was a, like I mean, there was a kid that I played with in high school that was number seventy nine, and he was. He was all about it. Yeah. And so forth. And he wore it all four years. Yeah. And also, every time we got on the interstate, he was like, hey, look, 79. <laughs> the thing about the numbers is, like, football, like we said, is the only sport that needs to have that many on a roster. Right. So, like, in hockey, the the big numbers are only, like, which 71's weird. I don't I don't know where, like, they get that from. 72. Like, those those guys are a little off. Those guys are, well, well I mean, Crosby wears 87 it was because because it's his birthday. Yeah. Yager wore 68 because it was the, you know, Czech re- rebellion against the Soviets. Um, I don't know why Lemieux wore 66. To pay it's homage, cool. It's it the upside-down 99 to pay homage to Gretzky. Is that right? That's exactly why. Did Gretzky why Gretzky wear 99? Just because he was, like, the highest number you could get? I don't know why Gretzky wore 99. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a quick Google search will give us that, but... Awesome. You know. Uh, but, yeah, that Lemieux wore 66 as the upside-down 99 to pay homage to Gretzky. So, speaking of Gretzky, I, uh... I got to see a signed Gretzky Oilers jersey. Um, you got to see it. Yeah, it was. It's at my barber. Okay. Yeah. Okay. As, I, just... as you can tell, I got a haircut. Yes. And so, you know, <laughs> it had been a while, and we had discussed as much. And I said, you know, I think it's been since Thanksgiving. And like, oh, by the way, like, have you always had that framed Gretzky jersey, or or no? And he's like, I got that for Christmas. So, you know, it had, it had been a while. 
um, my hockey mullet was was done. You know, well, pens my, are out. Well, my, my beard is off. Last yeah. week the beard was still on. The pens uh, lost fresh while we recorded uh, shortly after that fresh loss. I don't even um, remember how to shave, honestly. And then I uh, and then I cut the grass the next day for the first cut of the year mm. with a brand new mower. But that was fun. Oh, brand new mower, self propelled. Oh, dude, it's so yeah. awesome. I mean, my yard still sucks because I got that. I got two steep hills. Yeah, but I mean, some weird undulations. Yeah, weird undulations uh, and so forth. And we'll talk about weird some undulations. Bad, potential later. bad lies. Yeah, some very potential bad lies. But uh, the new mower was awesome. Awesome. And then uh, Amanda and I had tickets to uh, Book of Mormon uh, that following evening, and we had dinner reservations. And mm-hmm. I went into the bathroom at four o'clock, and I came out a new person. And she's like, "Oh my God, your face is back." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. She's like, I haven't seen it since, like, uh-huh. September. <laughs> Looking good, man. Yeah. You know, trying, you know, doing our thing. Yeah, you left a little something. Not, not like, full full Mormon. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got, I, I always keep some, I always keep the chin hair. I always yeah. keep, I always keep the chin. Um, but, uh... Speaking of looking good, how about those Riverhounds? Uh, they didn't come up with a win, but they did have a nil-nil draw with St. Louis FC last Saturday night. Um... Looking at the stat sheet, it seemed to be pretty evenly matched in all categories. Uh, the Hounds did have a few more yellow cards. Um, that just means they're trying harder. Right? I mean, you know, take the good with the bad. Uh, I mean, I mean, those things can pile up and guys will have to miss games, but it's not, you know. From from what I from what I read on social media, like seemed like the Riverhounds looked a little better. Like, you know, kind of the stats maybe not being the whole story. But I didn't see it because they didn't start on time. And I got sucked into doing other things. Wasn't there a storm moving it was, through? The Pirates had that. That was the night that the Pirate game was only five innings. You know, because, like, the storm came through and just there was lightning in the area for a long time. So the Hounds didn't even start on time. Like, the, the rain came about mm, 6, 6.30. So they were just like, we're just going to, you know, start this late. But, I, I mean, I guess it was still streamable. Uh, it was not on the CW this week. They're trying to get people out to the games. And, you know, I was a little bit disappointed because it, it would have been great to pick up points against the first place team. Um, instead, they split it. You know, at least at least they don't get pushed any further back down. And, you know, still a lot of season left. So There's a ton of season left in the USL uh, soccer. And then you were coming up, was it June and July? Is that cup play? That inner, is that... I'm pretty sure that like the early rounds of the cup are already ongoing. Um, I'm not sure when they start dumping the USL and MLS teams into it, but I don't think that's been announced quite yet. We'll know like once they finish a round, they'll have a draw, and once once they draw the names and find out who the Hounds are playing, then they can announce a date and start selling tickets. Definitely. And that's when it becomes real. Yeah, that's when, when there's a ticket that you can buy. Yeah, you when, know? yeah, when it becomes real. Speaking of tickets, um, this Saturday the Hounds are taking on Nashville uh, at Highmark Stadium at 7 p.m. Tickets are still two for twenty in the month of April. Yeah. Um, so this is be your last two for twenty game uh, for the Hounds, and they still have season packages going uh, as well. I'm sure they're um, price adjusted now since they're a few games in. Ought to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, I if mean, not, you know what? Pay the tax for like not getting on board, right? From the get go, it just sucks. You know? And for me, like Saturday for you and I, Saturday games are like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think of myself as someone who can even pull off season tickets. But if you're someone who's like, 
oh, I think I could go buy season tickets to the Riverhounds, but like, I'm not sure. I'm going to wait like five weeks into the season and then buy it and see if it's prorated. Like, no, man, like, you know, you, you need to learn that there's an opportunity cost involved and like you have just lost, sir. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, like I said, like I would have bought them the day they went on sale. If I didn't have like a stupid job that makes me work on Saturday <coughs> and gives I, me health insurance and a house, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what? I'm good. Yeah, I have a I'm job good. that I work on Saturdays. I'm good. And I pretty much pay my mortgage. And payment. I watch a, a ton of soccer when I'm when I'm working, when I'm not working. You know, it's fun to go to games, and like I said, we're gonna get to one this year, um, even if we can't like coordinate the same Saturday. There might be a weeknight that we can both have off. Yeah, when they start doing weeknight games, that that's a that's an easier sell for me. It's a good happy hour. It's, they should really promote the hell out of that. Get a lot of like office work. Yeah, you, okay, because the hounds, you know? the hounds game to go into the stadium. But okay, so when you go to a Steelers, everybody walks across the bridge anyway. So when you go, y'all the, walk across the bridge. So when you go to the Steeler games or a Pirate game or a Penguins game, it's all about tailgating beforehand because they're fourteen dollar beers inside. At the hounds, they say, "Hey, come on into the stadium early, and we'll give you dollar beers." Yeah, <laughs> that's a no brainer. It is. It is a good deal. Um, <laughs> and then the beers go to what? Five bucks during game. Ooh, yeah, who I cares? mean, it's it's competitive pricing for sure. Um, Do before Penn's games, I pay five dollars for a beer in the lobby at the Marriott because it's not fourteen in the arena. Yeah, yeah. and they don't no. even have the like. Actually, they're four dollar beers at the Marriott. Well, I give them a five. You get the <laughs> you get the like. Um, that's like the Labatt deal in the coolers. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. now they're now they're the bottom up filled drafts. Oh okay. Yeah, they they did away with the sixteen ounce cans at the Marriott and the cooler and the in the big ice buns. Now they have a a draft system. Well, that and it's the bottom up draft. They just have the cup on it and it fills from the bottom up. What? Yeah, they've had them at PNC Park for years, and they've had them at the arenas for years. But now Marriott got on board with it, and they you just set the plastic cup on the bottom, and it fills up and it seals it. Huh. It's pretty interesting on how it works. Um, but I will tell you, if you dig at it long enough, it will blow and your beer will come out the bottom. Well, you know, <laughs> we did it just, near we, it. Uh, we wasted like three dollars of beer one day just to see if it works. Just to see what happens. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's experiment. Yeah. You know? Right. You had a hypothesis. You, you probably didn't do it again. You just no, need to no. know what happened. Exactly. For uh, science. So what about this international soccer? What we got going on over in Europe and, uh, whatnot right now? Well, like the worst thing that could have possibly happened today happened. Um, it's. It's Wednesday, so of course I'm talking about Man City versus Man United. Um, most people who aren't Man City fans, I think, don't want them to win. And they they had a game in hand with Liverpool. Like, they were down two points. The title race is real hot. Um, today was that game in hand. And City played Manchester United at Old Trafford, which is, of course, Man United. That's their home stadium. And... Yeah, Man City just being this, like, machine that they are. You know, they won 2-0. Um, it took them a long time to score, but United never looked... Except for, like, maybe the first, like, 25 minutes. Like, United didn't look like a threat to really, you know, take the lead. And so now, you know, now they've now City and Liverpool have the same amount of games played. City is one point ahead in the standings, and... Probably, this was probably City's best chance to drop a point, or two or three. 
on on their way into like the the end of the season. So they're kind of in the driver's seat now for the title. And I just I don't know anybody who wants to see Man City win back to back. You know, it's like the they're like kind of like the Capitals, right? <laughs> the way the way that like it's like we'll fans get, feel about the Capitals is it's the like, way that like everybody feels about City. It's like we'll give you one, but like let's not make a habit of this bullshit. They've had two in like the last seven years, and the first one was like they hadn't done it in about forty. Okay. But then they just started spending more and more money, and they're, you know, it's not all clean, how the how they're doing it. Like there, there's some like mild money laundering that goes on to like help them, you know, say they're not exceeding like the they don't have like a hard salary cap, but they they have some rules in place, and like you can get around those rules if you you know set up some shell corporations and like pay players on the side or like pay their agents on the side. So we're not entirely sure that Man City is totally clean, but they're about to win the title for a second year in a row, and the only team that can stop them is Liverpool. So, you know, come on you Reds, I guess, is what I have to say about that. And then in Champions League play, that's next week. Champions League plays next week. The final four is set. It's Tottenham versus Ajax, and it's Barcelona versus Liverpool. Barcelona, Liverpool, Tottenham, Ajax. So the only teams I've actually heard of is Tottenham, uh, Liverpool. Yeah. You've heard of Barcelona. And Barcelona, City. Barcelona, the city. I mean, Barcelona, isn't that who uh, Messi? Yeah. Yeah, Messi's mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, Messi is playing in the Champions League again. He's in the Final Four. And Ajax hasn't been there in a while. Uh, they're the best team from the Netherlands. And they, they knocked off Real Madrid and Juventus on their way to the Final Four teams. They drew Tottenham. I'm not sure who I want to root for in that because Tottenham, you know, they're not. They don't have a chance to win the Premier League this year, but they've been really good for a while, and it'd be nice to see them finally win something. Like I feel like they deserve it. They've cert- they've certainly, you know, played a lot of exciting games, and they've got some really good players. But they're without Harry Kane, who's like their their top star. So I mean, Ajax could pull it off. And so, who are you rooting for in Champions League? Whoever wins Tottenham Ajax, yeah. Because I've seen Liverpool win the Champions League, and it's like... You've seen Barcelona win it, too. Of course, yeah. Barcelona wins everything they, they try to do. Like, Spain is not a very... Like, they don't have a lot of parity in, in the Spanish League. It's usually either Barcelona, Real Madrid, sometimes Atletico Madrid. And then there's teams that, you know, are always in the Europa League. But the, the big top European teams, it's like Barcelona and Real are two best Liverpool is up there. You know, Ajax, like, they had their glory days in the 70s when, like, why would you not want to be in Amsterdam in the 70s? I'm sure, why it, was, you want to be I'm sure it was fine. Why wouldn't you want to be in Amsterdam anytime? Well, they're making it, like, crappier but, now, but, you know. Yeah, stuff happens. I just read tonight that they, they, they have had to put up, like, security fencing around the tulips because people are walking all over the tulips in order to get selfies. People are idiots. People are idiots. People are real idiots. Like seriously, like, come on, what do you, what do you? Don't doing? trample on the freaking tulips, man. I mean, you. Tip- it's like stepping on a terrible towel. Like that's. You tiptoe through the tulips. You don't. Well, I mean, <laughs> you do, especially if you're hanging out at the R bar, roundabout last call. 
<laughs> that song is on the jukebox, and it probably gets played. It does. Yeah, it's kind of like the anthem of of that place. It is. Oh man, the good old Arbar. Love that place. So, um, moving into some NHL. Uh, the playoffs are going to be moving into the second round. Um, I just watched before you were headed over the Hurricanes Capitals game. Uh, going to double overtime. I'm glad it ended right as I was like finishing up with my shift ear, tonight. Ear, well, either that or you would be like, wait till it actually ended that period, then drive over here. I'm thinking and get like, here for the beginning of the third overtime. Am period. I gonna have to try to tune in like Raleigh AM radio, <laughs> like I used to, like I used to do for the like, Pirates games? I used to listen to Yankees games, like driving home from work, like you know. <sighs> I don't yeah. need, like all those old AM signals are like going away and ga- games are going to when FM I, when, and they're so streaming now. When I lived down the shore in Jersey, there was two spots on a good clear night where I could drive to and pull up KDK radio and listen to Pirate. Oh, games. KDKA was the greatest, man. Yeah. I, I could be on the shore in Jersey listen to KDK radio on the Pirate game and there was like two spots I could do it at, but it had to be like one of those like Really clear nights all the way across the state of Pennsylvania. Hell yeah, man. Uh, I listened to the end of a Pirates game from my buddy's driveway in Rochester, New York. One night. <laughs> I, I, like, went on a Wegmans run. And, uh, you know, like, I come in the house. They're like, why are we just sitting in the driveway for, like, five minutes? And I'm like, dude, Grilly's, like, nailing down the save, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, cheese. what are you talking about? I'm like, grilled cheese, dog. Yeah, grilled cheese. Grilled yeah. cheese, man. 50,000 so, watts. You know. So watching the, the Capitals-Hurricanes game tonight uh, was not as painful as watching the Vegas game last night. God damn it, uh, dude. Let, let's just talk real quick about the Caps game. Uh, Jordan Stahl tied it. Uh, 3-3 at the end of the second. Made me feel happy. Uh, Third period, no score. They go to overtime. Uh, No score, but Carolina, that first overtime period, Carolina was just throwing everything at them. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, pucks on net. They had had nine shots to one in the first overtime period. Mm -hmm. Um, They were controlling the neutral zone. They were uh, forechecking and backchecking great. Uh, Puck movement was awesome. Uh, Hope he made some amazing saves. Hope he made some like, amazing saves. Like that game to a second overtime. That, yeah, I mean, there he was, blew a lead in regulation, but there there was some. Uh, I mean, even on the Caps end, the save that uh, the Carolina goal you made on Ovechkin right in front, one timer, mm-hmm. took his helmet off. Literally, it like hit hit underneath the helmet and then right into his shoulder, and it took his helmet off. That was an unbelievable save. I mean, point blank range with that fucking shot coming at you. You know, from Ovechkin winding up on a one-timer. Jesus Christ. I would have moved and let him score. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> yeah. The, and then the final, how Carolina got the goal was, is they were doing what hockey players should do. And when you're in that situation, throw pucks to the net. Threw the puck to the net off the short boards and got a deflection off a stick out of midair right into the, right into the goal. It was yeah. great. The Capitals are out, so there will be no back-to-back repeat for them. Now, the kicker is, is Barry Trotz, the Caps coach from last year, that won the Stanley Cup with them. He's moving on the second round with the Islanders, and the Islanders will be taking on the Hurricanes with the Islanders having home ice in the second round of the playoffs. Also, in the East, you have uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Bruins. Uh, They're going to be... 
with the Bruins home ice in that. Those games will face off tomorrow. Uh, or sorry, yeah, tomorrow's the Blue Jackets Bruins. And then in the West, you have the Stars and the Blues. Uh, so that'll be Thursday. Friday, you're going to have uh, the Hurricanes Islanders and then the Sharks and Avalanche. Sharks have home ice. Islanders have home ice. Blues have home ice. And the Bruins have home ice. And that's in the second round of the NHL playoffs. Now let's revert back to two nights ago uh, where, well, last night for us, uh, where you had Vegas Golden Knights against the Sharks. And the Sharks, or the Knights were up 3 nothing third period. And then they take a dumb five-minute major, game misconduct, off the face-off with Pavelski taking the face-off and them just blowing him out of the water. Two guys pretty much just like cross-checked him right down uh, off the face-off. Whistle got blown. Three goals scored. It's so dumb. And like <laughs> on a five-minute major, because you know you're on a with with a major penalty. For those of you that don't know, you can score as many times as you want in five minutes. There's you're still gonna be shorthanded. Yeah, it's like multi-ball in yeah, pinball. It is. Like it, it just it never ends, and it, it sucks to have to see it happen to Flurry. But does. lucky for me, I didn't have to see it because I turned away when it was three nothing and like watched something else. And I was and like, well, I'll just, I'll just check. No, I don't do the fucking, like, blow-up updates, man. Like, yeah. I look at my phone often enough as it is. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'll check the score. And if, you know, you know, if the Sharks can, like, get a goal, maybe I'll flip back and see if it turns into a rally. It just all happened so fast. It was like a penalty and then a goal. And I, by the time I looked, it was 3-3. So then I, I open up the box score. And I'm, I'm seeing that, like, all three goals happened within, like, two minutes. And they were all power play. And I'm just like, what the fuck, you know? And then, like, I flipped, I flipped again, and, like, there was a goal that my um, phone didn't catch that must have happened, like, right as I was, like, pressing well, the yeah, channel yeah. changer. So then it's 4-3. Then it's 4-3. And I'm just like, I am so glad I didn't got, have to watch they, my boy they, Flurry, like, they got blow that. that. They got, That's, like, the worst Flurry meltdown probably ever. Well, I, Except I, for the fact that his teammates fucked him over his with teammates, stupid that, that That's not a complete Flurry meltdown. That is your teammates fucked you over. And then decided to take a dumb major penalty. Uh, and, and it needs to be said that there's been a lot of black, sorry, bad blood that came through that series. They're, like the coaches were sniping at each other through the media that morning. Um, you know, there were there were questionable hits on the ice in earlier games. There were, you know, a lot a lot of skirmishes and scuffles in Game Six after whistles. And you know, I'm not surprised that someone finally cracked. Um, but but to that degree, for like a, a five minute cross checking penalty, like I guess it's better that than some sort of like Tom Wilson well, like, headshot yeah, shenanigans. Yeah. So then so then uh, the the Sharks got the fourth goal. I believe that was even strength. And then you have under a minute and a half, the Knights pull Flurry and they get a goal to tie it up with under a minute and a half uh, to go ahead <clears throat> to force the overtime. And then the overtime, I, I don't think. That was a weak goal, and over time, Flurry let in. Mm. I just think he might have been out of position. Yeah, and also they just were crashing the net, and that's what happened. He was very, very upset and distraught about it. I mean, who wouldn't be? You're in game seven. He wouldn't in take overtime. his mask off in the handshake line, except like at the end when he like had to talk to somebody, and then, 
and then he like put it back on. You know, you know the Vegas Golden. My heart was broken, man. The, the the Vegas Golden Knights had a historic run last year in their inaugural season to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. They were kind of like a, a a team of destiny at that point. They they just got on a they got they were a, they were a bunch of misfits. They were all that team was picked from other teams, and those players were just like, well, we're all on now in the Knights because apparently our teams that we were playing for respectively. Uh, didn't give a fuck about us and didn't want to protect us, so now we're knights and let's all just go make this happen and shove it up their ass. Uh, <clears throat> and then even after last season, a lot of the players that were on the knights that, that were the initial draft uh, from the expansion draft uh, are not with them anymore. James yeah. James Meals in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, there's uh, there's a couple other guys that are. I think Derek England's still there, but I think he's gonna die there now because he's a Vegas born born bred boy. Yeah. So I think he's just gonna. That's gonna be the last team he plays for, I believe. Well, you know that's. It's tough, but that's the reality of hockey these it is. days. Like, no, you well, know, I mean, you're in a salary cap. You're in a you're, salary you're, you're cap. not gonna have a Fedorov and, and yeah, you're not, Lirionov and yeah, you're not gonna have a Russian Iserman. five. You're yeah, not you're gonna, gonna have, do that. Not for that long. You, no. you might, you might like catch lightning in a bottle. I, I mean, I'm surprised that the Penguins, and we'll talk about them here later. Well, uh, we, the Penguins have an owner who tried to buy the National Enquirer. Like they are well endowed, and like that doesn't hurt. Well, yeah, there's but still there's, a salary cap. Still a salary but you got to have owners that are willing to take risks, right? And the Penguins are. Think about Pretty it. wealthy I mean, owners, I think, by most. I mean, out of the, the out of the core group that they put together through drafting, mm-hmm. we still have we have Malkin, Crosby, and um, Latang. Latang, out of that core group should still have Flurry, but I mean, Fleury, that's neither here nor Flurry was the first. Flurry was the first in 03. Malkin mm-hmm. was 04. Crosby was 05. Latang was. Uh, Latang, I think, was four or five, but he didn't come straight up. He was Christopher back then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we have three of the four of the core that we had. And then, you, you know, you had a couple other guys that uh, were in that core group uh, that has since left. Um, you know, but they weren't, they weren't like the number one draft picks in that core, in, in that era. They, I mean... I mean, you had guys like Kennedy and Stahl um, and Talbot mm. and whatnot. Um, Max Talbot, ironically, if you didn't see on his Twitter, he officially retired from hockey. He spent the last three years playing in Russia. Um, Damn. Made a shit ton of money, I'm sure, because he I played in Russia. I would have loved to watch Max Talbot play in Russia. What team you know, is he on? I, I want to know. Uh, I want a Max Talbot Russia jersey. I, Damn, why I, didn't I know about that? I, I'll why don't up. they have like a... I'm sure they probably do. Like, just, I'll pull, I'll what's Talbot this. up to these days? Dot com or I'll something. Pull, I'll, I'll pull up his know, Twitter. It's bad. Um, oh, Twitter. That's how you do it. Damn. <laughs> but yeah. So Talbot. I mean, Talbot honestly should not have to pay for a beer in this town ever again. No. Nope. I mean, just just based on his his fight to get him going in Philly, and then those two goals in Game Seven. I mean, that was a lot of fun. You know, of two thousand nine. Uh, Yo, was Kunitz on all three cup teams? I think he was. I think he was. So. Think That's he how was. he got all those Stanley Cups. Well, he has four. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He's got three. Yeah. Depends one with Anaheim. Um, yeah, because I remember when they got the when they got the third ring, 
with uh, so they had the core guys that were around for all three. They put three diamonds in on the inside of their mm-hmm. ring, or on the outside, whatever it was. Um, so you had like the Tang, Crosby, Malkin, Flurry, um, Kunitz. You know, there was a core that was together, mm-hmm. and, and we'll talk about the Pens and their core and how it could be. It could be strengthened. It could. It could be it could st- definitely strengthen their core. It could be strengthened, and it could also be depleted a little bit. But we'll talk about that later. In the meantime, though, we have our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios and Beachview, which carry this podcast, as well as several other podcasts that are excellent to listen to, such as Awesome Cast, WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMayhem, sorry, uh, Fishing Without Bait, uh, the broadcast. There's a few other new ones that have been Pittsburgh added Current. Pittsburgh is Current. often quite informative. It's like local affairs and nice. You know, Char- Charlie does a good job. Like I, I like his writing, and I I like having an alternative alternative weekly. Um, so shout out to you know Pittsburgh Current. Shout out to Pittsburgh Current. Also shout out to Jenny Lee Bread. Check out Bold Pittsburgh's website, uh, and at the bottom of the page, there's our Jenny Lee Bakery link where you can go right on to Jenny Lee's website and order straight through us and have the bread either delivered to your house or you can take a little journey on over to McKee's Rocks and go to the baker yourself and pick it on up. Not only do they have bread, but they have cookies and pastries and other fun stuff. Mm. So. With that aspect, folks, we'll be back in just a few minutes. We're going to get into round two of what's going on in sports. We'll be back in just a moment. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks, and we're back for our second segment here at Bold Sports, episode 79. Uh, so we're kind of still on like a little Masters hangover here uh, in the PGA Tour. Um, last week at Harbortown Golf Links in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, C.T. Pan won the RBC Heritage Classic, holding off Matt Kuchar uh, by one stroke. He had a final uh, a total of minus 12. Kuchar was minus 10. There was three behind him at, fi- at, minus, at minus 10. Sorry, Kuchar was at 11. Three behind Kuchar. There was three guys behind Kuchar at minus 10. Uh, not a lot of big names this tournament, being the week after the Masters. Uh, this week does head to TPC Louisiana for the Zurich Classic. Uh, lots of big names in there, but there's still some big names missing. Um, you know, taking a little bit of a break, uh, getting that on. Zurich's like teams or match play, isn't it? Uh, yes. It's 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 um, it's um, I want to say it's best ball. Okay. I think it's best ball. Well, I had I had to um, <clears throat> I had to I had to watch some Golf Network last night. Yeah, and yeah. they were talking about this. I was weekend. watching that. Actually. They were talking about this weekend being a, um, you know, kind of like a tune-up for the Presidents Cup. It is, which is in December in Australia. Correct. So it, it's and, some it's some kind of like head-to-head scoring. It is and not ti- straight and, up straight and play. With that and with that being said, Tiger's Tiger's uh, Hero World Challenge. Yeah, that he holds every year in the Bahamas. They're going to do it uh, started a day or two early, so it ends on Saturday, and the guys mm. can fly from the Bahamas straight to Australia. Oh, then, tough life. And then, I mean, no joke, that's a long flight. But uh, still, yeah, yeah. Like, I point mean, A to point B, like, they both are going to be warmer than here. Right. <laughs> that and, uh, time of year. So, so they're going they're, they're gonna to finish up on a Saturday at the Hero World Challenge and then head straight to Australia and get ready um, and get there a day early uh, to go get ready for the President's Cup. Um, yeah, so Zurich, yeah, it's kind of like a warm up for the President's Cup. It's it's uh, they they do three different, three or four different. They do a a, a best ball. They do team. 
They do. I think they have a stroke play like there's the first a stroke, day. There's a stroke play, best best ball, uh, best ball. They do. Team. They do an alternate. Yeah, shot. I know that. And then they do, then they do a complete match. They do team match play, individual match play, stroke play, and there's a best. And I think best ball's in there. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it's check it out if you want to see some different kind of golf. It, it is. It's it's nothing. It's not like the normal one on one. You know, there it is. Bet, you know, every man for themselves. Now that uh, that that program that I saw last night, they you know they they did bring up something that I brought up a while ago. Like, why don't they have more of these? You know, match play, alternate scoring, like. I think head. it would be interesting. I think that I think they could. I'm not saying like turn it into like a fifty fifty deal, but you know, like don't make people wait for like the Ryder Cup or the President's Cup to see this. Every well, year. I mean, that's kind of like when uh, a couple weeks ago when they were in um, Austin, Texas, and they did the match play, the Dell Dell Technologies match mm-hmm. play tournament, which was awesome. Um, you know, I like watching that. I, I like watching. What if they just took the PGA and were like, hey. Like this major is now going to be, you know, match play. Yeah. Too much, too much upset of your tradition. I mean, the PGA Championship is the least popular major. If you did it to the PGA Championship, I don't think too many people would be upset. You couldn't do if it to you, the U.S. You, Open. You couldn't do Masters. it to the U.S. People Open. Masters. Their lids. If you did it to the Masters U.S. Open, there there'd be no. If you tried doing that to the British Open, they would like invade oh, the Falklands oh, the, again. Oh, the Brits would, the Brits and the Scot, the Scots would be like, Argh. dude, it'd be Braveheart all over again, my man. <sighs> no, like I've, maybe like some people I've I've heard say like add a fifth major that's match play. Well, but we already have a fifth major. And it's the Players Championship. It's, yeah, it's and TPC it only graph. earns that that quote unquote fifth major title because of like it's on the same course every year. Yeah. So it it, it, you don't like it's so, it's not like it's like saying something is an annual tradition when you only do it once or twice, you know? Like you got you got to like have like a track record before you can go around calling yourself a major. Right? But there Pretty do much. need to be I think there should be more high profile tournaments that have the best players in the world play in like alternate shot or match play. Or like even like a you know case race scramble. I don't care. I'm game for anything, man. <laughs> Put it on pay per view if you're worried about like carts in creeks and whatnot. <laughs> I understand that aspect too. I mean, you know, it, it, it's definitely um, something to look into because you're getting into the if you want the younger generation uh, to get involved in golf and to play golf and to and to have you know golf prevail as a sport that's going to be on TV every weekend and have its own channel and then be on a network TV uh, station from 2 o'clock in the afternoon to 7 o'clock at night uh, Saturday and Sunday that's not a major just a weekly tournament you're going to have to do something to get the younger millennials involved in it you know I don't see a lot of uh, younger millennials out there like, oh, I want to go play golf. Da, 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 da. The ones I do see that are out there playing golf whenever I'm out playing golf are trying to work on their game so it looks respectable for whenever they go to a work function that involves a golf outing or a business transaction because 
what you don't understand, there's a lot of business that takes place on a golf course. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And still always will. I mean, that, that tradition will probably never die, but, you know, the younger generation is getting out of it. The, the millennials are like, what's this? You want me to go chase a ball around for four hours? You know, they used to say, like, it's how you, you know, the way a person is on the golf course is the way that they will be in business. Right. You know, so if they cheat at golf, they probably cheat you you know, on the money at some point, so don't go into a deal with them, you know? If, yeah. If they talk a big game on the golf course, but then don't back it up, like, they're probably the same way in the boardroom. Um, I don't know what the, the kids... I don't know what the saying is nowadays. Like, I don't they, know either. If they, <clears throat> if they, like, cheat at Settlers of Catan, then they'll probably cheat you in business. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, local golf aspects, though. Um, get out and play. All the courses are open. Uh, they were a bit soft. I got to play 27 holes on Monday. It was great. Two different courses. I played nine at Mount Lebanon, and I played 18 at Hickory Heights. Nice. Um, uh, it's it's awesome to get out and play. It doesn't matter. Um, so it's a bit soft. I don't get a big rollout. Man. You know, uh, here or there. They're, all the courses are in great shape. They're, like, very green. I planted um, beans on Monday. You, you should have came and played. I, I I need to plant my beans though. You know? uh, that's good. My neighbor planted asparagus. Um, oh, well, so uh, asparagus. check out the Golf Now app. Um, <clears throat> that gets you. Um, so for those random days where Matt's like, "Oh shit, I got like four hours. What can I do?" Pull up Golf Now and like, "Oh, I can go play Quicksilver for twenty two dollars." You know, or Hickory Heights is on there. Several courses are on there. Um, and it's like whenever the golf courses and the clubs have like open availability, they they just drop the prices ridiculously for you to go out and play. Whether you're by yourself or you have a buddy to go with, um, I play a lot by myself just because most of my friends are nine to fivers, and yeah. the ones that are in the business I'm in aren't always off the same days I am, or I work with them and they're working and I'm not. So yeah, your scheduling is like pretty much designed to like let you not really have like a lot of work outings with your coworkers outside of work unless it's at midnight <laughs> yeah right so then everyone's what, what if we could just get on the same page about scheduling and then like service well, industry could have like not just service industry night at some bar on like a sunday or monday or tuesday well, but also like service industry golf day well my my, my work sorry is actually, kitchen's closed our staff is golfing right now my, my my work is actually having a um a golf league this year which i've joined and um is it like virtual no it's real <laughs> okay on a real course we're playing hickory heights yeah uh go nice nine, nine hole golf league 25 bucks four o'clock mondays with a cart um and uh everybody in our scheduling department is trying to do their best to make sure that everybody that's signed up for the golf league can get there that's harsh, man. I was smart and changed my availability to no Mondays. <laughs> that's good. You know, but yeah. also there's other staff there that's like, oh, I don't give a fuck if they go out and play golf Monday afternoon or not, you know. Uh, so, but I also have a lot of management that's also in our golf league. Mm. Uh, now, it sucks for our management team because, honestly, on Mondays is their, like, big manager day. So, they're in meetings until, like, 3.30. Fortunately, where I work is close to Hickory Heights, so it's about a mile and a half. They could just jump in the car, run over. They're just not going to get to hit a bucket on the range before they tee off. Well, 
I will make sure I hit my bucket on the range every edge, before man. I tee up. Every advantage you can get. Uh, some of my managers are pretty good at golf. Like, yeah, well, I, I mean, <laughs> for where you work, like I think that's to be expected. Yeah, we have a couple of our pros that are playing in our league too. Mm. Our two golf pros are playing like. Uh, yeah, like I've I've worked at bars where you know people play some golf. Yeah, but it's not. It's more the it's more the clients, you know. It's the customers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never I've never been in a kitchen full of just avid golfers. Nah, they're usually avid pot smokers. That's gonna say, man. Like, <laughs> you know, if you want to yeah. go eighteen rounds with me, like, you know, yeah, you're you might 18. not have to get off your couch. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, eighteen bongs instead of eighteen holes. I mean, it's like a hole. Yeah, that is. I mean, if well, the hole's fill, clogged. You well, you fill a hole. Gotta play through. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's that's too much, man. Yeah. But anyway, uh, no, get out and play your local courses. Um, there's a ton in this area. Uh, I mean, I have a nine-hole course I can walk to from my house. Uh, you're a four-minute drive to an, to the same nine-hole course from mm-hmm. your house. You know Moore Park in Brookline used to be a driving range? Really? Yeah, like back in like the 30s. 40s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you said four. Like the, first, the first thing it was after it was a farm was a driving range. And then the city bought it and turned it into well, a, I, a swimming I, pool. And well, you played, know that that pool house at Moore Park was built around the same time as Dormont Pool House, right? Because it looks exactly the same. Like oh, it's 1930s, identical. Thirties, you know, works progress administration type architecture. So yeah, like it's you know in the in the like thirties that used to be a driving range. So uh, and like I, that's like a still like fifteen minute walk from my house. Right. Flip flops. When I played Mount Lebanon with a coworker of mine on Monday. He actually had to go to work. Yeah. Uh, later, so we played at like ten thirty in Mount Lebanon. We're coming up off number four green, mm. up the hill, going up the five T, and he's like, "That's weird. What are those?" He goes, "What's that like little structure right there?" I'm like, "Oh, it's like yeah, back in the day, that used to be a skeet shooting. That's where the skeet. That's, oh, really? That's where they had the skeet come out. That <laughs> used to be a skeet shooting area. Wait, and it's still there? Yeah. Huh. Those, those those little buildings that are right there." They're now utilized for like plumbing and shit, uh-huh. but that was originally like a skeet shot, a skeet house. Uh, I talked to uh, Dicky and Dave, who club the uh, Dave's Club Pro, and Dicky's, mm-hmm. you know, he works the golf shop and whatnot. Okay, um, they're like, yeah, that, that was like that, that was a, that was a skeet house. I'm like, oh shit, really? That's cool. <laughs> I mean, who knew? Hey, now it's mostly used for deer hunting back there. And, yeah. Sure. They had the pen. They had one of those pens back there, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Off number five green and yeah. off number eight T. They did. Um, and then the whole call situation, we'll talk about that. That's not really a, this isn't, yeah. it's not a sport yet. Yeah. Because we're not in deer season, so we, we shouldn't really talk about deer until deer season. Although I do want to point out that they they changed hunting this year. Mm-hmm. Deer they starts did. on Saturday Saturday now. after Thanksgiving. So now you're going to get three Saturdays involved. If you're a hunter, you're going to get three Saturdays involved. So you don't have Thanksgiving dinner. And then now... Go burn off some of those dinner so, calories. So, so, so now, so now camp, you go you know? to so now you go to camp on Friday instead of Saturday. And then Good. also... Keeps you out of the Black Friday bullshit. Yes. And also, but I don't know how the schools are going to handle the situation. Because there's a lot of schools that still gave off the first day of deer season, 
Now, for most now kids, they don't have to anymore. Now, for most kids, though, kids most can go of the to school, school like they're supposed most, to. Most of the kids, though, in school, it was like a long break, and also they gave off the first day of deer season because people our age weren't in school anyway because we went hunting with our parents. We went hunting with our dad and our uncles or anything else. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of kids now that they're, like, hunting. That's That's horrible. Like, why would you do that? But whatever. And that's what, that's the issue. Like they need, they need more revenue. Mm-hmm. So they, they need to have, they need that extra Saturday because the people who are like diehard sportsmen and women and want to go, you know, and try to bag a deer the first weekend, like they might not have to even use a vacation day now to get that deer, you know, like schools give kids off for like, you know, flurries. Okay. Yeah. But work it's is work. Home. Yeah. And like you're you're gonna get I don't know if you're gonna get like more people buying licenses overall, but more people will buy them for the first weekend, right? And while they're while they're there, since it's Black Friday or whatever, you know they might they might buy a new shotgun well, or well, they or they might buy like a bunch of fucking ammo I mean, to I was, like give to all I, their I buddies talking, for Christmas. I was over at my parents' house. I don't hunt, but I'm just saying like I don't I don't see how like an extra weekend is bad for for the sport. I was over at my parents' house uh, for Easter, and uh, my dad was like, he's like, how much time do we have left on dinner? I'm like, we got 40 minutes. This is here. This is here. This is here. And then I only need seven minutes on the grill for finishing. Mm-hmm. He's like, cool. He goes, well, let's get downstairs in the basement and check out the, and, and see what kind of wine we want to have tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, go in the basement, and my dad's got all the cool things you need in the basement. Wine, ammo, and guns. So he's like, Hey, if you check this out. Wait, he doesn't have like a three-year-old bottle of like barley wine. He doesn't have. He doesn't do beer. <laughs> no, nah, he okay. doesn't collect beer. He yeah. has beer at the house for people that want to come over. And oh, you want a beer? Let's go see. Beer, have a beer. And he has random beers in the basement. He, he you know, he picks up like a six-pack or twelve-pack at a time. Yeah, it's good. He, he does. You know, most of the beer my dad has is like MGD Yingling, and you know, uh, stuff like that. He doesn't have anything like Miller like he has Miller you know stuff like that. He doesn't have anything crazy like I do, um, but uh, we get down. And he goes, hey, did you, he goes, check this out. Did you see what I just picked up? And he and he shows me a new piece. I'm like, oh, that's awesome, you know. So my dad's got a, a whole bunch of new stuff, and I'm like, I think I need to go get my hunting license again and be yeah. like, hey, let's go up to Tommy's farm. And my cousin Tommy has like 300 acres up in Northeast Butler County, and I mean that's I, that's part of the issue with with the people who are against the the uh schedule change is that it's all about going to camp and that yeah. like you know it, it changes the sort of like you know social patterns around the camp like for me like i fish mm-hmm. you know like you don't have to go to a camp to fish like we've got three rivers and there's all kinds of lakes and ponds everywhere and like you you can go like throw some lines and like lose some bait and like maybe catch a couple fish and have a good time and, like, I know places that are not that far from civilization where people hunt. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you see cars pulled off of 79, like, out by Cannonsburg, and people go over the rail and go down. You see hunting. cars pulled off 279 in Roth Township. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> I'm not from the North Hills, but, like, I don't, I don't doubt it. There's, 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 a, there's a 17-acre spot off McKnight Road that you can hunt. But I, I guess my point is it, it does take more, like, logistics to get to a good hunting spot. Right. Um... So, again, another reason to have a whole weekend to do it. 
Hmm? You know, because you go scout trails, you go scout the deer the yeah. whole weekend, and then you sight in your rifles. You sit around at camp and you have some beers and you and you plan your attack. And I, you know. I was in West Virginia. Um, they do things a little differently down there. They're also allowed to hunt with a semi-automatic rifle. But okay, but they were they were bagging deer on like the day before Thanksgiving, because I remember driving down for Thanksgiving the first time I ever went down there, and we stopped at a Wendy's. Their in gun Flatwoods. season. Their gun season opens up the week before. Okay, so we we stopped in a Flatwoods, West Virginia Wendy's, and I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there eating my like junior bacon cheeseburger. I look out in the parking lot. I have like no fewer than like. Six dead glassy deer eyes, like staring at me from various like trucks and SUVs in the back of this Wendy's, right? And like I just you know, and then I look around the, the dining room and like I'm the only guy in there who's not wearing camo, camo. <laughs> and an orange hat. And we're and we're on our way to Thanksgiving dinner, and like I feel like they were too. <laughs> yeah, gun season opens up in West Virginia a little sooner. In Pennsylvania, you have bow season that is prior to gun season, and then all the hunting shuts down for two weeks prior to Thanksgiving, and then gun season opens up traditionally the Monday after Thanksgiving. Now it's going to be Saturday after Thanksgiving, um, and then also the the law is is like if you take your buck during archery, you can't hunt the first week because doe doesn't open up till after the first week, and it's buck mm-hmm. season only for the first week of gun season. Then it's the preceding 10 days after that you can take dough. Or if you haven't got your bucket, you can take your buck. I wish they would open up dough to be the whole time. Mm-hmm. That way, the the buck aren't the issue. The dough are the issue. Right, because the bucks aren't having the babies. And right. Like, you know, and, and most people are not hitting bucks with their cars. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I, you know it, I don't hunt again, but like I know to count antlers. Because it's rare, you know? Like, usually when you see deer on 88 on your way home from recording it's old dough. sports... It's dough. <laughs> it's, it's dough. I mean, and it's it's babies, you know, fawns. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, but no, nah, it's, a, it's a great time uh, going out hunting with family and friends. It's an awesome time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, looking forward to uh, having an extra day of, of deer season there. And like I said, I might go get my deer hunting license again and... Got off my pop and got my cousins and my kid and got and uh, fill the freezer because deer meat's amazing. It is now that I that I can attest to, <laughs> and um, you know I've I've had some dropped on me at various times and oh, it yeah. doesn't go to waste. So just keep that in mind. It does not go to waste except my waste. <laughs> Amen. It just it just fuels my biking and bean planting. You know, help a guy out. Definitely. So how about uh, what's going on here in the NFL, there, Mister Matt? We got uh, the draft starts on Thursday at eight o'clock, and it ends on like Sunday. Uh, yes, it so is just a full weekend. Be on your phone like constantly, because it's always going to be five minutes until the next pick, or fifteen minutes until the next pick, and it's just it's not worth sitting there watching all the like breakdowns. You just just watch real sports and then check your phone. If you care about every team, you got to check it every fifteen minutes tomorrow night. But if you only care about the Steelers, you're gonna have to wait till like eleven. They'll be lucky if they get the Steelers pick in on the eleven. The Steelers are news. picking twentieth, but there's talks oh, they're twentieth. Steelers are picking twentieth. There's talks of them moving up in the draft. Oh, really? Uh, talks of the Steelers moving up in the draft. Uh, currently, 
Uh, we have Arizona Cardinals at number one. Now this is whose mock draft am I looking at? Todd McShay. Uh, his his uh, Todd McShay, Mel Kiper Jr. Uh, and then um, who's the other guy that um, uh, that? <sighs> I don't watch any off season coverage for any sport. So I'll think of his name here. I, I know who Todd McShay is because I see his byline on the internet a lot. Mel Kiper Jr. And Mel Kiper is an institution. Yes. Uh, so currently right now we're looking at uh, Kyler Murray, quarterback out of Oklahoma. He won the Heisman last year. Uh, also, Kyler Murray was given a ridiculous like signing bonus and deal to go play baseball for the Oakland A's. Yeah. And has decided to enter the NFL draft. Uh, he's projected to go number one. Uh, to the Cardinals, but the Cardinals have the issue where they drafted Drew Rosenhaus last year as their number one draft pick. That's Drew quarter- Rosen. Drew Rosen. Drew Rosenhaus. Yeah, Ros- yeah. <laughs> that would be a conflict. Sorry, of Josh Rosen. If, if they drafted Drew yeah. Rosenhaus, so yeah, yeah. Josh, they would never. Jack. They would never be so, able to so nail it's a Josh contract Rosen. with him. Yeah, Josh Rosen. Right. <laughs> He'd be so, like, I think I'm so. Now <laughs> look for a trade with him, uh, or so forth, or they're just gonna. Maybe screw everybody over and go ahead and uh, the number two pick is considered to be Nick Bosa. Um, he was on the cover of ESPN magazine. He was. Uh, he's out of Ohio State, of course. The Bosa family uh, runs thick in the NFL. Uh, you have Keenan Williams, defensive tackle. Uh, he's projected to go to the Jets. He's out of Alabama. Edward Oliver, also a defensive tackle. He's out of Houston. Um, Devin White. Uh, out of LSU, linebacker. Uh, they're talking maybe that the Steelers could trade up maybe for him for a linebacker. I'm not sure they're going to trade up to a top five, though. Uh, Josh Allen, uh, he's uh, out of Kentucky. He's projected to go to the Giants. Uh, TJ Hawkerson, tight end. He's out of Iowa. He's projected to go to the Jaguars. You have uh, Andre Dillard. Projected to go to the Texans. He's out of Washington State. Jonah Williams, offensive guard out of Alabama. Projected to go to the Bills. Devin Bush, linebacker. Uh, projected to go to the Broncos. Let's just skip down here because a just lot of Just tell us guys, who we're getting, man. I just want to know. I can't wait, you know, 24 hours. So uh, lay, lay the science on me. So, Rock Yasin, cornerback, out of Temple. He's projected to go to the Stillers in number twenty. Uh, that's just that's that, cool. That's just that particular. Um, Remember when we were projected to take Haha Clinton Dix, and we and then we didn't. We need a cornerback with a cool name. Well, I mean, they were talking about getting the guy out of LSU, uh, and whatnot. I mean, there's there's just different. You look at everybody's mock draft, and they're all slightly a little bit different here and there. Um, there's a, there's a lot going on. Yep, it's gonna be a whole weekend. They ruined it because it used to be Saturday morning, all day till like five o'clock, and then start again like Sunday at noon, and finish around dinner time. And I remember being at the the Pirates game at Three Rivers Stadium when like they announced the Steelers pick on the on the Jumbotron or oh sorry, the Diamond Division and they started and the and the people at the Pirates game started booing. And that pick was Aaron Jones. 
and he was a bust. So try telling me that Pirate fans don't also know Steelers football. You know? And I remember I remember driving under the like North Shore Expressway slash twenty eight, like through those those parking lots going down to the stadium right. when they drafted Fanica and hearing Myron Cope just like struggle to decide if it was pronounced Fanica or Faneca. And just, you know, Myron was probably well, half in the bag at that point. Like, those were the days, man. Right. Okay. Those so, were the days. So here's Jeremy Fowler. He's predicting the Steelers' second round pick will be a wide receiver, Debo Samuel, out of South Carolina. Um, you can't steal Debo's bike. I know that much. You cannot steal <laughs> Debo's bike at all. Man. Juju's going to be like, teach me, dog. Right? How do you not get your bike stolen? Like, well, you got to right. be named Debo. So when it the comes key to, is to be named Debo. When it comes to the NFL draft, I mean, there's a lot going on. Uh, and, and it's going to change. There's going to be trades made. There, uh, uh, there's going to be moves being made, trades made. There's going to be people moving up, people moving down. Uh, you know, there's going to be the team like the Arizona Cardinals are projected to take Kyler Murray number one. Can say, hmm, we're going to go ahead and take uh, Bosa. Take Nick Bosa. There you go. And then that just fucks everybody else. The other team's like, oh my god, they didn't do this. Okay, if you if you want to watch a movie about the NFL draft, it's called Draft Day with Kevin Costner. I mean, it, it just shows that so much goes on behind the scenes. Granted, it's a movie. It may be fiction. It, it you know whatever. But it's... also in the order of Kevin Costner's like career of making sports movies, that's one of his better ones. Really, but he like waited until after his golf movie. So, that just proves that golf is more interesting than the NFL draft. <laughs> uh, it goes baseball, golf, NFL draft. That is the rankings of, He did like, a cross-country movie in He did a cross-country movie? Yeah, he was a cross-country coach oh at the school out in, um... Uh, it was a true story, school out in, um, California. Okay. He was a cross-country coach. I'm gonna have to um, watch that. Yeah. Uh, so, also today in Pittsburgh, sports news... Big Ben gets his contract extension to two years, um, locking him up for three years total. Uh, Ben's 36 years old. He'll be turning 37 here shortly. Uh, he is going to be making about $30 million a year the next three years. Yeah, but Antonio Brown gets a free trip to London next year, so. Well, I mean, he's only going to be there for four days. I'm sure, dude. He'll, he'll end up fucking that up somehow. How much money do you think he can spend? On like man capris <laughs> and Birkenstocks. Wow, <laughs> a lot. I mean, he does that now. <laughs> uh, I want to see him buy one of those Buckingham Palace hats. But in all seriousness, like we knew Ben was going to get redone. We knew Ben was going. They wanted to do it before the it's draft, partly just to, to out help them wise. have like their cap situation in in check. Yes, and Ben's not trying to screw them. You know, he's going to retire a Stealer. And, you know, he's probably going to play two more years. Like, you know what? Well, he's I'd be surprised if this is his last year. Well, well, see, here's the thing. He talked about retirement a year or so ago. He talks about a lot of things. You know, like, that's but, not but, always what he also, What he says is not always what he right, actually But means. also, he sat back and looked at it and said, shit, if I retire, how much money do I got to give back? Because mm. he was guaranteed money. Yeah. I don't know. I, I saw the contract came through of the total money. I didn't see what was guaranteed, what isn't. I, that hasn't been released yet. Of what's guaranteed, what isn't. But it's looking at Ben's going to make $30 million a year for the next three years. I'd love for him to stay a Steeler long enough to actually see him lose his job. 
Um, I think a lot of people would really like to see him like taken down okay, the peg. Okay, so do you think, and see if he can handle that? So do you think Mason Rudolph is the is the? I next... don't. I don't. Okay, so, you don't even have to finish your sentence. So so, but like if they were to if go... they were to get some, I don't know who, but if if they were to like have a quarterback who's like the heir apparent, and like for them to just say like in camp or like after like week four, like look, we got to go a different direction, you know. Ben, like, how much do you really love being a Steeler, and how much do you love being Ben? Right. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm not saying he would drop it, you know? Like, maybe this would be a chance for him to, you know... Not not that, like, you need to convince, like, Pouncey, you know? Those guys are ride or die well, for Ben. Well, well, but Pouncey... a lot of Steelers fans, like, think that he's, like, a prima donna and think that he forced Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, you know, out of the city, more or less. And, like, I wonder how he would you know, approach that situation where, like, Tomlin comes to him one day and says, like, you're not the guy anymore. Yeah, yeah, Mason's taking over. You know, I don't think Mason's the heir apparent. Actually, I kind of hope he is. I hope he is, too, because we need some continuity here. Yeah, and 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 like I said, I only think we got two more years. Well, uh, and he might be terrible next year. We'll see what happens. I mean, honestly, I mean, with AB being gone, that makes Juju the number one, and with Juju being a number one, does he get as many looks as he did being a number two? Where he wasn't, he was on single coverage instead of, now he's going to be on double coverage. Yeah, it's, um, it's going to be Eli Le, Rogers. Le, 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 they're they're going to double team Eli Rogers, so uh, well now so this, Juju gets well, his okay, touches. Okay, so I now this it. season is the breakout season for Justin Hunter. Mm-hmm. Justin Hunter, who last year I, couldn't catch a pass. If I he, hope Justin Hunter is like a Hall of Famer just because like I used to play basketball with a dude named Justin Hunter. Right. <laughs> He's a cool dude. But Justin Hunter, I mean, I mean, <laughs> last year he couldn't catch a fucking cold. <laughs> he couldn't catch a cold in a room full of yeah. sick people. Uh, but you come know, to my house, hey, we got like <laughs> we got like vitamin C. You, know, you but, can't you can't you, get sick. But in you my sit house. there and, and now Justin Hunter could have the breakout year because Juju's gonna be double covered. Now, also, is that going to piss Juju off and and start Juju being the? And I told you, no, we're about not going. We're not going down this path, man. Juju's going to be fine because he has seen, he has what, seen happens what happens when, when you you're a dickhead. a dickhead. He's seen it yeah. twice. He's already seen it twice. Yeah, he saw yeah. Le'Veon Bell hold out, and then he saw Antonio. You know, With his only bullshit. skipped one game, but then did all his bullshit after, and like I think Juju gets it. I really do. I, I, but it wouldn't hurt to get Debo in in the fold and have like another, you know, you know I, stud I, wide young receiver. I, I tell you right now, I saw Juju tonight. I didn't get a chance to talk to him at length. I, How's his I, backswing looking? Uh not bad, <laughs> not bad at all. Um, he was having fun. He was. He had the the little device that like holds your phone and like waves it, and he was like, you know, doing that shit. It was fun. Um, <laughs> Uh, James Conner looked good tonight. Uh, Rosie Nix looked all right. Uh, <laughs> These fans, I can't keep up, man. Justin like, Hunter looked cool. I thought that thing you gave me last week that was a ball marker, like, I honestly thought that was a fidget spinner. Like, I am not up to speed on these, on these like, new tricks and toys. You're, you're going to have to, like, yeah. explain to me after the show. Right. And then, um, so, uh, the Steelers are in OTAs right now, and I'm fortunate enough that they um, come into where I work. Uh, on occasion, and have fun and relax and enjoy themselves. So we had, it's better there than Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> so we had uh, we had the running backs and some wideouts and a DB and a cornerback or two and cool. Uh, good times. Uh, but yeah, 
Uh, also going on in the NFL right now. Uh, how about Marshawn Lynch retires? Uh, you know, he had one Super Bowl in his career as a Seahawk. He should have had two. <sighs> Still should have had mad. a game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Should have had a game-winning touchdown. He could have been Bowl. like the the John Elway of Seattle. You know, and by diving over the goal line for he, a Super yeah, Bowl winning touchdown. Definitely could have been. But uh, he didn't. Instead, they made what's his name Butler was his last name. Um, Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler. Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. Ne- I will never forget where I that was. That motherfucker got a four-year, mega-million-dollar-year contract for one play. And they cut him. And didn't do dick they, afterwards. They cut him. They cut him. In, like, the middle of the season, they, like, uh, took him off the roster. Uh, no, uh, he played a full season and then got cut middle of the next season. Yeah, not the next season, yeah. but, but it, at yeah. some point. Uh, he actually got... Imagine, imagine like, the Steelers, like... Cutting a Super Bowl MVP mid-season, like yeah. they traded Holmes when they traded him, so they wouldn't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know, like because God forbid, like Week Ten rolls around and he tells some guy on Twitter to kill himself when he actually does yeah. it. You know, <laughs> you can't have that. I still think that that was like the worst trade in Steelers history. Um, trading San Antonio, uh, it was pretty close. Pretty much. Speaking nothing. of Seahawks, they trade uh, defensive end Frank Clark to Kansas City. For a first-round pick uh, this year, second-round next year. Uh, they also flip-flop third-round picks this year. Then KC goes ahead and signs into five years, $105.5 million contract for a defensive end. Wow. Um, good for him. Uh, that means that we're going to be seeing him this year because uh, KC comes to Pittsburgh. Uh, Josh Gordon, uh, we know his woes. Uh, he did sign his restricted tender, uh, uncertain on his playing status. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, my man is probably one of the best receivers in the NFL when his head's right. Um, he does not have his head right. Yeah. And it's not, I, 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 I hope for God that it wasn't because of, him going back to drugs or alcohol, I hope it was just because of mental illness is an issue all on its own. He should be um, allowed. Here's here's a here's a radical idea. Like he should be allowed to self medicate. Okay, like hey, if he's yeah if he's got anxiety and marijuana helps him with that, then like he it. shouldn't be getting suspended from his job. Exactly for that, especially when. His league operates in several states in which, like, that thing is legal. Correct. You know? He's not Johnny Football, okay? Like, we're we're talking about a guy who smokes weed and drinks and has some issues. And, like, you know what? I know people like that, and Mm -hmm. they're allowed to work because they don't have, like, you know, crazy drug testing that, like, goes overboard. Like, they're looking for people cheating, and they're catching people who are just trying <laughs> the to way, chill out. Marijuana is not a marijuana is not drunk. No, don't ever like, <laughs> don't ever get ripped and then go try to play a game. No, you know because your heart's gonna be beating faster than normal, and you're you're not gonna be at your best. But like, if you're done working out for the day and you want to like smoke a bowl or a blunt or hit a pen or whatever you do, like it should be allowed. And like, I don't care who hears this, honestly. I don't care who you hears know? it either. I'm I'm pro I, I am totally pro legalized weed. 
for everybody, but... Do I personally smoke? No. I'd Even rather, if it's not going to be legal this year? I'd rather year. have a bourbon or a cigar, but you know what? If I could get on the street and buy a joint on occasion, I'd probably smoke a couple times a year. But they can do a new CBA sooner than they can oh, get, yeah. like, all 50 states on board with what, like, they uh, have I'm sure. Yeah, their CBAs you know come what up. I mean? Their CBAs come up. So they, need, they really need to work on that. And they say, like, listen, like, you know, we all know how much money you're making off, like, the labor that we perform. Yep. Can we at least please, like... Mm-hmm. not lose our careers <laughs> yeah. because we Eat test positive for eating yeah. a brownie. Yeah. For God's sake. Man. I got it. I, 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 I wish him the best. I, really I wish do. him the best. I don't care who he plays like I for. Said, like yeah, I if said, if he dunks on the Steelers in game one as a New England Patriots, like, I would still I mean, be happy ser- for him. Seriously, mental illness is not a, um, is not something that needs, that needs to be looked at and so forth. And, and whatever he's got going on, and I hope he gets his head right. I thought he had his head right. It's just stupid. The, um, the league is okay with giving him Prozac and Xanax, but yeah. they're not okay with him smoking, you know, smoking a joint. Yeah. And that's that's what's uh, wrong I, with I, the NFL I know, CBA. I know several, among several, several things. I know several players out there and former players that will tell you that you know they'll go in and get shot up with this, shot with that, and given you know. 25 milligrams of Vicodin. Yeah. Go eat this and then go back out. Yeah, and then you you're know, addicted to opiates. Brett Favre. Yeah. You know, I mean... I used to laugh about that because, like, you know, that was in, like, the early 2000s. Yeah, When, yeah. when like, then, all I really knew about opiates was, like, Eminem songs. Yeah. And, like, now I've seen, like, how much damage oh, that has done to, like, our damage. entire... I am situation. so glad, knock on wood, I've never got addicted to opiates. I hope you never uh, do. Don't I've, get injured golfing. Yeah, exactly. You know? uh, if it's a bad I, lie, I've just, actually went just to take a, relief, man. I've actually went to a doctor and they prescribed me something. I'm like, can you just, can I get like Motrin 800s? Yeah. And I'm like, and I eat like two of those a day? Yeah, just, they, they make there, ibuprofens that are know, prescription you, strength. You know, and I'm like, I'm like yeah. he's like, well... Don't you want this? I'm like, no, I don't. They gave my brother OC40s in, in like Christ. sophomore year. Jesus Christ! That's I mean, he had dumb. a bad football injury. I mean, he he got like a like a rod and a screw in his lower leg, but he didn't take even like close to that yeah. prescription. Mm-hmm. And then it just sat in my in my parents' medicine cabinet until they flushed it. Yeah, and then, and then and then you sit there in your older high school years, like shit. I gotta sold that for how much? No. <laughs> But anyway, well, you know what I'm we'll saying? talk like, about that they, later. they were they were handing them out like candy at some point. Oh yeah, point. they were. They, they, they handed them out like candy for a long and time. And if you're a football player, like you can get it legally, yeah, and it's not a problem. No problem. But if you smoke a weed, your yeah. career's so you know. Uh, continuing on with some football going on, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. defends himself uh, that he was considered a cancer in the locker room with the Giants. He defended himself on Twitter. Um, uh, some other players and and also some uh, sports writers and so forth. The reason why he got traded to the Browns, da 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 da. He's a cancer in the locker room. This that the other thing. I, I think OBJ just wanted out. And then, I think they're rebuilding too. They're in a and rebuilding process. They already tried to bench Eli, and they realized they don't have the heart to do it to well, someone they, who's well, okay, won them two so, Super Bowls. So a coach that was they know the, Eli's not going to win them the a head, Super Bowl. That was the head coach. Who is a friend of a friend of ours? Um, benched him and lost his job over it. Yeah, which actually the way they handled that was he shitty. lost his job over it because it came from upper management, right? 
And then, so that broke Eli's starting streak. So maybe it's not the uh, wide receiver that's causing the rot no, in the Giants be, uh, organization. That might come from the top. Might come from the upper. As manager. they say often on MSNBC, the fish rots from the head. It does. But also, like they know they're not going to win a Super Bowl with Eli Manning this year. Not this but year. They can't cut him, so they're going to let him like play out the string. But they're not. They, they're not. They are not beholden to like at giving him point, an expensive wide receiver like Odell at some Beckham. point the Mars are going to be like, look, uh, retire because we don't want to have to cut you. I think he's done after this year, honestly. I mean, he's the same draft class as Ben. He's a year older than Ben. He's got two Super Bowls. Yeah. I, I mean, he's got the same amount as his brother. His brother has him with two teams. He has him with one. I mean. His but brothers. he's not on a team that is going to compete. So no, they're not. He, he'll do one year and be like, you know what, this isn't fun anymore. And I don't know. I don't. I don't see him going on anywhere else. Maybe someone will need him. Maybe. Maybe like they'll trade him to Jacksonville at like the end of the season. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I can tell you what's not fun anymore is this segment talking about downers. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break right now, <laughs> and we'll be right back after these messages from our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, and we're back for our third and final segment here at Bold Sports, episode 79. We were talking earlier about the NHL hockey playoffs and so forth and what's going on over there. And I said we'd come back and revisit the Penguins. Uh, this season is over. Uh, the players are cleaning out their lockers and they're headed to wherever they go in the off season. Some stay in Pittsburgh, some head home to Canada, Russia, or wherever their homeland may be. Uh, a lot of the guys do hang out here and they do train here and so forth, but they go away for vacations and so forth. Uh, things to watch in this off season. Coach Sullivan is in, um, the final year of his contract for next season. Uh, will he get an extension before the season starts? Um, also, uh, movement, uh, with some key players. So touch on real quick, Sullivan, uh, will he get an extension? Honestly, I think he will. Uh, but I hope he doesn't, um, just based on you gave a guy a few years ago, a big extension and a big payment. And he didn't perform. You end up firing him and have to pay him money to buy out his contract so he could sit home on his couch and bring in a guy that didn't do shit for a year and a half and get fired. And then they brought in Sullivan. I think it's, it, I, I think the, uh, the backdoor handshakes, this, that, and the other thing, and it comes down to the, what have you done for me lately? Um, aspect needs to come into play. Uh, I think Sullivan's in the top five coach in the NHL. I do. Really? Um, I also think that the last two seasons, having an early exit from the playoffs this year, having a middle exit from the playoffs last year, uh, he, he didn't lose the team. I also don't think that he played the team that the way the team was handed to him. You have a GM for that, making moves, making trades, bringing guys in, bringing guys out, 
uh, so forth. You know what? Let him let him play this year out on the current contract he has, and then and then talk to him next year, and then see what he does this year coming give up. Give him give him tools, you know. You definitely have to give him tools. <clears throat> like I've never been a GM. The closest I've ever been to being a GM is fantasy football. Playing? Oh no, like <laughs> not even that. Like video games, you know, like where you like fantasy football is like. It's fantasy. Yeah. You're, you're 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 assembling a roster that would never exist in real life. Um you know like to play on like Madden or like NHL for EA Sports like those kind of games. Right. Like you 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 get to realize how like okay like if I just get this guy out then I don't have a problem trying to decide where to play him. You know? So Jim Rutherford can get rid of the guys who he thinks were in like the wrong position. And instead of saying, like, you know, hey, Sully, you're fired for misusing, like, X, Y, and Z, I'm just going to take X, Y, and Z and ship them out to, like, Montreal and Tampa and replace them with, like, A, B, and C, and, like, you f- you find where they fit, you uh, know? There's and a if, movie you made about that, but it was about baseball. It's called Moneyball. Called Moneyball. Yep. Yes. Starring exactly. Brad Pitt. Yes. And Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Um, they... Yeah, okay, they were both in that same movie. I don't consider them in the same category. No. Otherwise? But, no. And I, like, I think Jonah Hill's hilarious. He is. But uh, to see him in a serious role was weird. But He but wasn't, back, he but wasn't the guy hockey. that Thelma and Louise were pining but, for. But I'll just back, say that. You are, and that was Brad Pitt's first role. <laughs> I know, man. Um, but back to the Penguins. Do you think you give Sully a, a, a contract extension here in the offseason? Or do you wait till... Total wait. You have to wait. You gotta wait? Yeah. Okay. Because it it is is what you've done for me lately. I'm glad you're with me on that. I'm not gonna argue, like, in favor of of keeping around a coach. Because I know, like, in terms of sports, like, the only sport where they fire coaches more readily than the NHL is probably, like, English Premier League soccer. Wow. Okay, bad. In the U.S.? Basketball basketball is becoming such a player's league that, like, a lot of teams just hire a guy to just, like, stand there and hold a clipboard and, like, look good in a suit. Right. (laughs) You know? While while they, like, deal with a roster. And a lot of basketball coaching is, it's not that different from hockey coaching. Like, you're just managing your rotation. And, like, basically you're just doing a schedule. You know, how many minutes does this guy get? How many minutes does this guy get? Who works well with whom? That's what coaching is. In the NHL, there's a lot more like on the fly adjusting because you've, you've got to do with the line changes and matchups. And depending on what the other team you're playing brings to the table, you know, you, you might need like maybe like more diversity in your roster to do better at kind of adjusting to that so that that so, does fall on the gm it does so what i'm GM. saying is like let's see what what rutherford can do in the off season and then and let's give sullivan a season and if and they start out really good then you extend them like mid-season there you go because i don't think the penguins have some stupid rule like the steelers do where you're not allowed to like Fire talk money during the season yeah um also you got uh some guys uh that need to be talked about we know crosby's not going anywhere of course not all right. so, I, I would so, burn the so shirt that, that I'm wearing if they got rid of Crosby. So, 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 <laughs> it, it's a penguin uh, shirt. But even if it wasn't, yeah. if I was just wearing like an okay. orange polo, okay. so and then, you told me, oh, Crosby went to the Rangers, I'd be then, like, I'm driving got, home shirtless people. But then you got Latang, Malkin, and Kessel. Those are your next three. Well, then, out of those three, out of those three, 
You need Latang because he's a defenseman, so he's untouchable as far as I'm concerned. Okay. And if it comes down to Malkin or Kessel, like, I hate to say it, but I think Phil. I think you got to get rid I of Phil. I think personally, if you're getting rid of one of them, if you're getting rid of if you're getting rid of one, Phil's your most expendable. Yeah. You brought him in as a ridiculous deal. Great deal that worked out well. We got really two, well. We got two cups out of it. Phil Kessel and is countless memes and all champion. the memories, um, and probably people who never liked hot dogs before started eating them just and because Phil, of Kessel Phil Kessel doesn't eat any hot dogs. That's the best part. Um, what are you talking about? He likes hot dogs. He doesn't eat hot dogs. The Toronto media said he does. Um, are you accusing the Toronto hockey media of lying? Possibly. <laughs> um, Wouldn't shock but, me. But but Phil Kessel is probably the movable guy here. Um, Latang Malkin both have contracts that are unmovable contracts, but they mm-hmm. have a list of teams that if they were moved, mm-hmm. that they have that they would go to. But those teams is that secret or do we know the names? We don't know the names. I bet you Malkin would go to DC in a heartbeat to play uh, with his boy. Uh, I'm not uh, sorry, boys plural. You know, I'm not saying that. Could you imagine an Ovechkin-Malkin-Kuznetsov line? Well, well, Just say it. Just say it. I would love it. The Malkin-Ovechkin-Kuznetsov line. Exactly. Ugh. Um, But seriously, like... like, I'm I'm sick how much I would like that. I'm a little, like, mad at myself how much I would enjoy watching that. Okay, so those guys have a list of teams that are in their, like, no trade clause. But if you're going to trade me, these are the list of teams I go to. We don't know those teams. Um, if you come down to it, Kessel's the most expendable out of the, out of the big four. That's all there is to it. Justin Soltz, he's, he's still too young to just trade off. Yeah. You, you don't know his... You see... He has his, ceiling. There's he, still he, ceiling. Yeah, there's still ceiling left. Um, Mata, Ma- we Only think... Only Mata. Yeah. He's mm. expendable. If somebody wants Mata, like I say, he's let expendable. Them have him. If you if you can get a deal back for him, he's expendable. Yeah, and he's expendable because he's terms been so of, shaky. And he, he's expendable in terms of draft picks. Yeah, I, I'm serious, man. Like <laughs> he's not expendable in like I want a Pavelski back for him. No, he's expendable in draft picks. Mm. Like not even a number one. Like he's expendable in like a two and a three. Um, you know. I, that as many people in this town that love Oli Matta, but he's he's very expendable. People love all the penguins. That's the I thing. know. That's you know problem. what I mean. Like there there will be people who are mad when they trade like you know Cullen to retirement because they're like oh, I like Cullen that guy. came back to Pittsburgh. He I know, but still, to, like people get he clingy. went to Minnesota to retire. Pens fans are clingy. He okay. went to Minnesota retired, and the Pens brought him back. He's We're like, the yeah. generation that saw Mario Lemieux like leave and come back and leave and come back. Like we, we don't like letting go. Saw Michael Jordan leave and come back. No, and but, come but back. we're not Bulls fans. Like we, no. I'm saying, like for the Penguins, like Penguins yeah. fans don't like letting go. Hmm. Like nobody ever made us like let go. Like nobody who ever mattered to Penguins fans ever went to another team. Like Talbot to the Flyers. Okay, fine. Like we we, we uh, lived dude, through that. We dealt day, with that. The day that Max Sab went to the Flyers, I sent him a text. I said, "You're fucking dead to me." But he's not, and you were lying. You sent a lie through the text. No, no. no. I said, "You're no." What I sent Max Talbot on text was, "You're dead to me." 
I was like, don't call, text, write, email, show up in the bar. I was like, you're dead to me until you're not a flyer anymore. And he showed up in the bar when he was a flyer, and he brought in fucking Drew, Brzgalov, and Latang was with him. And I was like, really? Why should I visine the fuck out of your drinks right now? He's like, because you like me. And I'm like, and I also don't want to lose my job. Come on, dude. Like, and then he wasn't a flyer anymore, and we're cool again. That's stupid, man. Never pay for a drink. You said that in segment one. I did. And now you're saying that, like, he might have to, like, get, like, well, no, terrible no. diarrhea from no. drinking at your bar because no, you put eye drops went, in when, his when, beverage. When he, went, when, when he went to the Flyers, I was very pissed. I'm I sorry. Like, I, I like, would never poison a Flyer. At, 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 at that time, yeah, I told him, I was like, you could have went to the Capitals, and I would have been as mad. But he went to the Flyers. Caps are more of a threat to the Penguins on the day-to-day. Uh, you're right. You know? But... Last time the Flyers, like, yeah, they beat us in the playoffs. That sucked. Um, that was like, yeah, you know, what, two thousand eleven? Yep, two thousand eleven. Ross regular season game was April seventh. We had a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think the Flyers just like exploited some holes in our armor. They did more so than actually there, we're not and they also had Yager on the Flyers that year. Yeah, I remember driving in the car. On the radio, Mike Lang goes, and Yager scores. And I, like, did a fist pump. And my friend who was driving, who's, like, not from Pittsburgh, was like, wait a minute, I thought Yager played for Philly. And I'm like, he does. He does. I'm just conditioned to like it when Yager scores. And then the way Mike Lang <laughs> said it, too, was like, and Yager scores. Like, oh, shit, he doesn't play for us anymore. Yeah. Like, hey, Mike he, Lang had a half bottle he didn't of have a He didn't have a Hallelujah Hollywood coming or a yeah, yeah, Buy yeah. Sam a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he still, he still, like, made me excited. Like, I mean, Mike Lang could be, like, telling me my grocery bill, and I'd be, like, fist pumping. I think, you know, when people talk about having celebrities narrate your uh, funeral, uh, especially, like, like, like uh, James Earl Jones is a big one. Mm. Morgan Freeman's a big one. Okay, they're all going to be dead before me. Right, right. Um... Mike Lang would be a big one for me. He's like, also probably like he's gonna be dead before. Us. I gotta pick someone younger than me. No, no, no. But but those <laughs> like you gotta like give them your life and like have them record it. Oh now. yeah, like 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 oh yeah, like have them record it now. Of mm. like, you know, I've only known Matt. Oh my god, thirty nine years old. But you know, and, and they talk about your life. My mom you know, just gave me a box full of our old video games. And I fired up the PlayStation 1, and it still works. So I, ha- I have MLB, like, from whatever year. It's, like, the 2000 rosters, and it's Vin Scully. Ah. And I will never get rid of it. I will keep that forever. forever. Like, I want to be should. able to play that for maybe not my grandkids, but someone's grandkids are going to have to sit through, like, you know, me playing a game of, like, Chris Benson pitching and Adrian Brown leading off. And Derek Bell patrolling right field. Well, speaking about baseball, how about those Buckos, man? The Buckos were leading division and the NL uh, for about 24 hours. Uh, we got so hyped about the Pirates. Um, and then uh, the they Bucks, haven't won a game since that one that only lasted five innings. Right. So uh, that, don't, that hardly counts. The Bucks, the, the Bucks uh, they, they led the NL uh, completely uh, for 24 hours. They led the division completely for about two days. Uh, they lost four games in a row. Uh, they did drop a few close games, 
They did the other night. I'm not sure if you were doing the game or not. Uh, it was a. That's uh, okay. So let me just say, Monday night, I had my 27 holes of golf. Mm-hmm. Total relaxed day, chill. Amanda got done work early. So what is what? What do we do when Amanda gets done work early? We have a porch night. Uh, yeah. we, we sat in the porch. Uh, we put the uh, Bluetooth speaker out. We put the Bucks game through the speaker. We're listening to ball game on radio. And Polanco was back. Polanco, Polanco was, was back. Polanco. Uh, I, I didn't check the stats tonight because I wrote these notes previous to the stats after tonight's game. But uh, the Pirates had a 4-0 lead in the seventh, turned into a 12-4 loss. It was the worst. Uh, and they did have a serious injury to Nick uh, Birdie. Uh, after throwing a 96-mile-an-hour fastball, then he crumbled to the ground, holding his bicep and arm. Now, I I am sorry, but this whole bicep and arm discomfort, that's well, like, I think that okay. baseball injury reporting is more ridiculous than hockey at this point. Because <laughs> Upper like, body they're com- injury. Like, they're like, well, we'll let you know if the team releases any info on Nick Birdie's injury. And then they just say, like, you know... So, Elbow and so arm discomfort. It, it no lo- shit, dude. It was in tears. It, it looked ugly. Um, the it, point is, they need to get him to a real doctor and get okay, a prognosis. Okay, so so he's getting a second opinion. His first opinion listed is a uh, strained bicep and flexor mass. Uh, he is seeking a second opinion. There's some tendons apparently that he did a Tommy um, John. He had a Tommy John 2017. The May same of, doctor who did his surgery May is of, going to see him. May of 2017, he did have a Tommy John. Polanco did make his return for season debut on Monday night um, after his shoulder after his late season uh, shoulder surgery last season. Uh, so far, now I didn't accredit this into after tonight's game. Previous to tonight's game, he had eight of bats, four hits, scored twice, uh, and that was before tonight's game, which was a horrible loss. Was a eleven to four loss. The Pirates had to Arizona. They had a four game skid, um, and then uh, how about uh, the Bucks brought up Cole Tucker uh, at shortstop uh, after the injury to Gonzalez that he had at that uh, mid center impact with Marte. Cole Tucker's on a 60-day DL. Uh, Tucker, in his first at-bat, was a home run. And he had a curtain call on his first at-bat home run. His family... Uh, the best reaction was, on that, was his family was in the stands. He comes up to his first at-bat. He hits a home run. And he and he hit the ball. And he's, like, looking at it. And he's running up first base. And he's looking at the ball. And it went over the wall. And then he just, like... Went into like little kid mode mm-hmm. and was like, "Hey, you know, run!" No, yell, him run. yelling to the dugout when he's <laughs> rounding third. Yeah, that was the best because like he was brand new, you know. Yeah, like in, in baseball, like they embrace you as a teammate as soon as you walk into the clubhouse. Yeah, and I'm sure he played in AAA with a lot of guys that are on the major league team or maybe even in like lower levels of the minors. But to be like a brand new guy and to just be able to yell to a major league dugout like, you know, like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about or whatever he said, like, that's just got to be like the best feeling in the world. Um, Starling Marte also hit a home run in his first at bat for the Pirates. Yeah. Um, So I guess you're saying it doesn't make you Hank Aaron. No, it doesn't make (laughs) you Hank Aaron at all. Um, 
But that that was awesome. He had his whole family in the stands. He's like, you know, how would you like to be his family that lives wherever they do? They're not. They're from they're, Arizona. Yeah. Okay. They're from Arizona. Um, hey mom. Hey dad. I just called to the big club. Uh, I'm going to Pittsburgh. My first major league baseball games in Pittsburgh on this day, uh, which by the way is tomorrow. Um, hope y'all can be there. Yeah. Like, if your family has some money and they can like, fuck yeah, and we're jumping on flights and heading to Pittsburgh and we're paying $300 a night last minute rooms at the Renaissance. Well, I mean, you know, I would, stuff like if that. If I got signed to a contract, like I'd give my first check to some well, airline and just be like, you know, <laughs> put the following people on your list. Yeah. And like I mean, send them that. some gift cards or whatever. Uh, but it, with his whole family coming in, that's awesome. I mean, he had like two rows of like family like there, which is yeah. great. If I ever made it to a major league baseball team, which I never did, um, and I never will, uh, I would hopefully be able to have make that happen. Uh, but that's if you just... made the Pirates, they probably wouldn't have made it because they're stuck, stuck in stuck traffic. On 65. <laughs> 65. Yeah, um, yeah. She said that Norse backed up because uh truck rolled over, you know. Yeah. But uh no, I that's just a great uh that that's a good thing for the Pirates. The Pirates are still above five hundred. Uh they're in second in the NL Central. I got really mad after the Pens game last week. Um I'm on a group text with, you know, my girlfriend and her family and um she shared a meme where it was like like the Scooby Doo episode where they pull off the the mask to reveal who it is, who it really is, but it was like Iceberg's head and then oh, they yeah, pull yeah, it off yeah. and they it was the pirate, the pirate head. Yeah, and I was like, "What are you talking about? Like the pirates are like, you know, they actually won tonight." And then I I said in that in, later in that chat, I was like, "You know, they're they're playing like a five hundred team, and their run differential before tonight was exactly even." So. Wins and losses are one thing, but like it all evens out in the end. And if you don't score more runs than you allow, you can't be better than five hundred. So we're looking at you know they they might be a wild card contender contender. until the trade deadline, and there's no more waiver trade deadline this year. I know. So you you got to get your chips down on before July thirty first. Yeah. Uh, So I mean, we'll see. Like I still don't expect any any any. The, the Pirates are not set up to be contenders for the division the, right the, now. The pitching, the starting pitching is great. The bullpen pitching is... Not as good as we thought it was. Not as good be. as we thought it was going to be. And how, how often have we seen Vasquez, really, as a closer? Well, we haven't needed to recently. Right. Now, um, one way they are ahead of themselves is they're already done with Eric Gonzalez because he is terrible and is injured. And that's why we have Cole Tucker. And there's no reason to send Cole Tucker back to the minors. So well, he's our middle infield is Cole Tucker and Adam Frazier. And and Josh Bell is actually doing really well. Gong is doing well at third. So we, we might back. have we Polanco's might have back, something. Plunk is batting 500. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, he's only back two Very games. small sample size. Yeah. But Mar- Marte will be back a lot sooner than we feared when uh, he had that 10 injury. Or, 10 or 12 days? Yeah. 
He's he, on the 10 day DL. Yeah. He might be back. But, in but we're worried he broke his collarbone the way he crashed into Gonzalez. Well, on that and day. it was Gonzalez that broke the collarbone. Well, so it could have been a double collarbone. Like, yeah. We're lucky that, you know, it wasn't both. And, you know, we got Dickerson coming back too to look forward to. That's so it's, always a good thing. But, goddamn, they need to they need to beat Granky tomorrow in the afternoon. Yeah, Zachary, he, yeah, they're playing a 12-35 game tomorrow afternoon. Uh, it's Maybe we'll get lucky and get, a like, a pop-up game. thunderstorm that forces Granky to, like, you know, sit for 45 minutes, and then they got to go bullpen from there on out. So, attendance woes have been hitting PNC Park. Um, that game Monday, did you hear that guy yelling at Hurdle? There were there were not that many people there. Okay, no, so 8, like 000. after after Musgrove like got 8, into 000. that trouble, like you could hear this guy screaming like "You suck, Hurdle! You left Musgrove in too long." Musgrove wasn't the issue. No, Musgrove wasn't the issue. Musgrove but... could have probably finished the game and they would have won. Seriously, but there's the fact that there's one person with a bad opinion. Yeah, and you can hear him, you on, can TV. Hear him on TV. That just means that your attendance is too low. Exactly. Like you need to put more butts in seats to absorb the sound waves well, of the that Pirates, idiocy. The Pirates are doing the whole thing of like we're waiving fees for tickets and this that your thing. I but, got a coupon in the mail the other day oh, for a buy one get one. I got a coupon. It's in got the your name on too. it. I got a coupon. It's in got mail your too. name on it, man. Um, I just got to hit the lottery so I can afford to buy your drinks. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. And then you go to the game for free. You know? Yeah. Ticket um, courtesy of Val Pack. <laughs> drinks courtesy of Phil the Groundhog. Or Gus, sorry. Wrong Groundhog. <laughs> Gus the Groundhog. Phil's been right? good to me lately. Gus, not so much. Um, I'm loving, no, I'm loving no, the warm no, weather. So, I'm, so I'm hating there's all the There's been several articles written, and, and I've... I've Read a lot of different articles about how the pirates' woes are and this that other thing, and my personal opinions and my personal opinions are pretty much bullshit from what y'all think. I guess. <laughs> um, guess who has a podcast? But yeah, we have a podcast. Not you. We have a podcast, and you don't. You're listening to my <laughs> bullshit fucking whatever. But Mark Madden was like, "Look, you know." The Pirates' woes and their uh, attendance, yeah. And it all reflects back to Bob Nutting. And I actually got into a somewhat lightly heated discussion with my pop on Easter. Oh, yeah? Um, And my dad's like, look, he goes, he's a business guy. He's in it to make money. He goes, I'm like, yeah. I was like, he's in it to make money, as all business guys are. I was like, but he's putting a losing product on the field. He goes, is he making money? I'm like, yeah, he he's is. He's making money. He's making money. He goes, making money. then why the fuck doesn't he care? I'm like, he's making money. I'm like, I understand as a business person, you're making money, putting a losing product on the field. But you owe it to the city to put a winning product on the field and you'll make more money. He's like, but why would you spend a hundred million dollars? He goes to make fifty million. Well, you can spend seventy million and still make fifty million. Your dad's right. My dad's right. It's not about us. It's not about us. It's about 
It's about money. And it sucks. It's fucking bullshit. And, uh, you know, because Bob Nutting is a fucking business guy and he runs it as a business. And he doesn't care at the end of the day if he wins the World Series. He doesn't care at the end of the day if us Pittsburgh Pirate fans ever see a World Series in our lifetime. He doesn't care if there's playoffs. Actually, he cares if there's playoffs because there's more money for him. But he wants he, to get in through the wild card route. Yeah. He would He would love to spend right. $80 million, win a wild card game, and then yeah. like be on Fox for a week. Yeah. You know? And it, it, that's, it's it's a money situation. Money and money I, is funny, dude. Like money money's what makes the world go round. It does. And you know, if baseball had a hard cap, it would be different. It it would be. But they don't have it and they're not going they to. And there's a I would C, love, there's a CBA I would love, coming up. I, I would love to see a hard cap. I would love to see a solid It's cap made hockey baseball. better. It's made football better. It's made hockey better. It's made basketball better. It's made basketball. Like no, no, guys no, still get paid. Basketball has no but they got like the they got a soft cap with like max contract, and they got smaller rosters in basketball, so it's a little more manageable. Um, you know, guys' careers can last into their forties, but a lot of in a lot of cases don't. Like football's different because guys got to get paid early. You know, baseball is a sport where again, like you can play into your forties if you're good and you're healthy, and there's a lot of roster spots to fill. There's like, you know, think about like the 40-man roster. Yeah. You know, so there's there's room to have a cap. And like well, make make people like, you know, they, they get paid okay, but they're not like... Well, you spoke on basketball. We're going to end with basketball. Um, Did you see Damian Lillard's shot? That's all I care about right now. <laughs> did you see that? I did not. I missed it because I was watching the Vegas game last night. <laughs> so while was I, I was, while I was agonizing over Mark Andre Fleury's sanity, like Damian Lillard in a game that was tied at one fifteen in his home arena against the Oklahoma City Thunder, who were the lower seed, but most people consider them the better team because they've got um, Westbrook and Paul George and. Uh, you know, Stephen Adams from... So, so I'm looking so, at... So Lillard goes from like 40 feet out and hits a three-point buzzer beater to advance. And it, was, it wasn't a game seven. What, what what team is that? Portland. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a game seven. It was like game five. Okay. All yeah. the NBA series have, have been kind the, of the, the west The West is still up in the... Uh, the West is up in the air. Currently on the East... No, no. West is done. Houston advanced tonight, and Golden State advanced tonight. Okay. Um, so what about the Spurs and... That's still going on. Yeah. But the game's tonight. We're doing Wednesday. Yeah. So um, so I'm looking at right now in the East in the NBA, Milwaukee Bucks are moving on with playing the Boston Celtics. Yep. In the second round, you have the Philadelphia 76ers playing the Toronto Raptors in the second round. You have the Rockets in the second round, uh, and I have Portland in the second round. Uh, Clippers, uh, Clippers, Golden State. The, yeah, Golden State won. Golden State won, so they'll move on. I just, I just favored the tweet while we were Spurs. recording tonight of Dwayne Wade congratulating Patrick Beverly for his season. So that that leads me to believe that the Clippers lost. 
And then you got San Antonio and what, Denver? Uh, I think it was Denver Nuggets. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are Denver Nuggets. Is that a Game 7 yet? or? I think it's Game 7. I would love to see Denver. Honestly, like I don't know, no, I don't know a lot about Denver, but I know that the Spurs have just been always good. And hey, um, oh no, there's still West games going on. So Golden State three two over top of LA, and then Denver's three two over San Denver's three two over San Antonio. Okay. So the West still has two games to go. So let's just, let's just wrap it up and move on to the next round. We all know that the the showdown we're waiting for this year is Golden State and Houston. Yeah, for the West, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And then in the East, I mean, Milwaukee is interesting because they have Giannis. Oh, he's, the Greek he's freak? He's the Greek freak. Um, you know, he's an MVP candidate. And the, the East just doesn't have it this year. You know, LeBron got to the finals so many years in a row. Eight, nine? Because he always played in the East. And then yep. he goes out West and doesn't even make the playoffs. Yep. It's, it oh, he went to a shitty team. He went to... LeBron went to the Lakers. They're to, not a shitty team. The LeBron went to They the were Le- a team in rebuild mode. And he yeah. thought he was going to be able to, like, Bring finagle some and, trades. And be, and, and be the team. LeBron also is going to the Lakers in L.A. to advance his his status you know uh he's gonna be in like two movies coming up yeah he's been in a couple movies already he's gonna be in, like they're, they're redoing space jam for god's sakes like seriously which like, they don't need to do it's already a perfect film i know personally yeah personally thank you they don't need to redo space jam like space bill murray jam and michael jordan like uh, yeah bugs bunny i mean come on <laughs> well that's the thing like they can get bugs anytime they want them i know bugs can be in every sequel yeah. Because he's a cartoon. But, I don't know. Bill Murray's like... Hmm. And they could still make another Space Jam with Bill Murray and Michael Jordan. And I'd watch it. So what's on your radar this weekend? Uh, Go Hounds. Hounds. Bucks, definitely. Bucks. Bucks playing uh, well. Uh, mm. Well... They need to break a losing streak. Th- yeah. They got, they got a Thursday game and then... Getaway they're game. out on the road. Getaway they're going games are always good. They're, they're going, going to LA. West. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. They're gonna they're gonna have to play the Dodgers, and you know, I I declared the Dodgers like not good anymore, but apparently they're still good. So yeah. it's gonna be tough for the Pirates. Uh, NFL draft all weekend Thursday night uh, starts that. By the time you hear this podcast, the first round will be over. Um, Liverpool Huddersfield Friday night. Um, full slate of games on Saturday. I got Crystal Palace over Everton, although Everton just beat Man United 4-0, so who even knows? Palace is safe. Everton's safe. Um, there's still one relegation spot. It could go to Cardiff. It could go to Brighton. I mean, who really knows? Um, what else do we have, man? We got, you know, just NBA, NHL. There's not going to be any Game 7s, I don't think, this weekend. But... You know, it could always happen. And then there's, I mean, there's the golf. There's, yeah, there's no game seven hockey games this weekend. Uh, golf tournament, uh, Zari Classic, uh, that starts tomorrow. Uh, it goes through. 
check that out if you want to see some alternate scoring scenarios. Alternate scoring scenarios for golf. That's awesome. Um, you know, baseball's in right now. I mean, we're in Pittsburgh. We're like, fuck, Penguins are out. Uh, Steelers don't start till second Monday July. So, but the Pirates were like five games above five hundred when the, 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 when the Penguins season ended, yeah. and they've been pissing it away. They have been pissing. So away. that's that's what we got to focus on. Just yep. like, even if you don't like baseball, just like keep the Pirates in your thoughts and prayers. The Pirates you know? are my thoughts and prayers. I will watch them on TV and all that. Good I know shit. you will, so, Steve. Yeah. I don't have to tell you. I'm telling the I know the baseball agnostics slash haters. You know, just keep the pirates in your thoughts and prayers. All right, folks. Thank you very much. You have a great evening. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, take a listen to us as well as other podcasts here on Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. And don't forget to check out Bold Pittsburgh, uh, our website, boldpgh.com. Uh, to get uh, down to the bottom of that, you get Jenny Lee. Jenny Lee gets the uh, great cinnamon raisin swirl bread, which is awesome. Makes French toast with, uh, as well as other items that they have there at the bakery. She didn't think we could eat that whole loaf that you gave us. Did I tell you this? <laughs> Julia's like, what are we going to do with all this cinnamon bread? I'm like, French toast. We got like a dozen eggs. She's like, I don't want that much French toast. I was like, oh, you will. <laughs> and it didn't go to waste. It didn't go to Not waste. Not one slice. It went to your waste. Yeah, yeah, I could show you, but this is an audio show, so good night. <laughs> have a good night, folks. Thank you very much. Hey, Ian's, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag Bold Sports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook or boldpgh.com.